Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I need information. I thought you might be able to help. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Everything you need to know from the world of entertainment and pop culture at the top of every hour on My Talk 107.1. Now tell us everything, everything, everything. Well, the ex-fiance of the late Bobby Christina Brown reportedly died of a suspected overdose on New Year's Day in Florida. Nick Gordon, 30, suffered a series of heart attacks after the alleged drug overdose and later died. That's according to the Daily Mail. Five years ago, Bobby Christina Brown, who was 22, was found unconscious in the bathtub of her Georgia home after a suspected drug overdose. Gordon was in that home at the time. Brown, of course, the daughter of Whitney Houston and Bobby Brown. Whitney Houston drowned in a bathtub in 2012. I mean, this tragic story just continues, sadly, and it's oh, oh my just gosh. gets worse and worse. Yes. Comedian Kathy Griffin married her longtime beau, Randy Bick, in California yesterday. Grace and Frankie star Lily Tomlin officiated that ceremony. <laughs> the couple announced their engagement just a few hours before they tied the knot. The New York Post says they've dated off on and off since 2011. Yeah, they had broken up kind of uh, like she had made a big deal about them breaking up and then they got back together. And Mariah Carey has become the first artist to secure a number one song in the U.S. in four decades as her hit song, Wow. All I Want for Christmas is You, maintains its hold at the top of the list into 2020. Mariah has had at least one song hit number one on the Billboard Hot 100 chart in the 1990s, 2000s, the 2010s, and now the 2020s. Only eight other artists have ever had hit songs in three decades. Those include Stevie Wonder, Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson, Elton John, Madonna, Christina Aguilera, Britney Spears, and Usher. I Every time I hear that song, I think, man, she's just collecting them paychecks. That yeah. song is just never going to die. I mean, it's essentially a Christmas uh, classic now, Now it's right? a Christmas classic. It really is. Right. For more entertainment news, you can download the MyTalk app or go to MyTalk1071.com. That is brand new information. MyTalk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour. And at 820, 1220, and 520 on MyTalk 1071. Hey, are you single? Good news. Matt Lauer's got a girlfriend. So. Oh, competition out there. Uh, even Matt Lauer's got a girlfriend and you're still single. Good morning and welcome to... Hey, thanks, Bradley. <laughs> Only the second day. So you're just not creepy enough, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, that's right. And you don't have the money Matt yeah, Lauer does. That's the real thing. Maybe, uh-huh. maybe the, the bank account. Um mm-hmm. This is the second day of January 2020. It's Thursday, 8.04 in the AM. I'm Bradley Trainer, And for Jason, he'll be back on Monday along with Dawn, Kenny, and Rob. And uh, we'll get to the Matt Lauer uh, 
details in just a moment to find out what woman thought that was a good idea. <laughs> but I wanted to tell you that My Talk 1071 is also a proud partner of Destination Winter St. Paul, featuring, among other things, Wells Fargo Winter Skate, which is a really fun seasonal event that kicks off. Um, it actually kicked off last month, December 6th, runs through February 22nd. So you've got plenty of time, and it's at CHS Field. It's open daily uh, at 11 a.m. Skating is free if you bring your own skates. If you don't have any skates, so you can rent a pair for five bucks. Mm. Visitors with a Wells Fargo credit or debit card can also rent skates free of charge. And there is more info on our website at mytalk1071.com. Keyword winter skate. That's awesome. Matt Lauer's got a girlfriend and it's not you. Yeah, it's not you. And Um, uh, it's not me, thank God. No, it's not. Do you want to know who it is? Yeah, I do. First of all, what woman in her right mind thinks dating Matt Lauer is a good idea? Would you like to just remind the audience uh, a few of the reasons why dating Matt Lauer Uh, might be problematic? Yeah, he had a secret button in his office underneath his desk that would lock the door when women were in there and he wanted to assault them. Mm -hmm. Um, He also um, allegedly assaulted um, dozens of women throughout his career and cheated on his, uh, his wife. And, in my opinion, his kids. I mean, literally just one of the most, you know, reprehensible public figures uh, currently, um, especially where sexual misconduct is concerned. Yeah, abuse of power there, not considering people being human beings, and that they, you know, not only just a sexual, sexual assaults, but pressuring women into, uh, you know, all kinds of different activities just basically regarding women as objects that he can just do whatever he wants with and no word on what shamina boss thinks of uh, all the stories about uh matt lauer and the allegations against him and the reason that he lost his uh very uh very successful job shamina boss though is the woman she's 62 apparently a longtime friend of matt lauer <clears throat> and she is the one that according to us weekly anyway is currently dating him. She's 62. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. He is Why not, do you say that? Because he usually chased after younger women. Mm-hmm. So she is older than him. Even his wife, uh, uh, Annette Roquet, she was in her 50s. Mm-hmm. But Oh, uh, how old is he? Uh, that's a good question. Oh, I don't okay. know. It's a, for some reason, I think he's perpetually like 45. But. Oh, wait. I take that back. He's 62. He is? Yeah, I don't know how old she is. Matt Lauer is 62? Did you not think? I guess I would have thought he was maybe in his 50s. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I mean, that's okay to be 62. Don't don't mistake Everybody my... Everybody out there my, who's 62. Is I'm like, so sorry. No, I just... I did I had no idea. Yeah, maybe he's had 50, good born, plastic surgery. 57. Born uh, December 30th, actually, 1957. Okay. So, yeah. I guess In Touch broke the news that uh, he and... Uh, oh God, why does it have to be In Touch? <laughs> Bad Touch Magazine reporting oh, that no. Matt Lauer has a girlfriend. What do you do? I just, there's so many inappropriate Bad jokes. Um, <laughs> this apparently is the first woman that he's been linked to, and they were seen going to uh, some faraway place in a private jet. Oh, um, no. Laughing and carrying on like, you know, nothing in the world is happening. I mean, do you talk about... I, that's just... How does that go down? Like, I guess if you're a longtime friend, uh, you've already got a relationship, so it's not like he was just sitting at the bar one night and, you know, a woman sidled up to him and was like, hey, what's going on? Can I buy you a drink? Oh, 
I don't know how it goes down other than you would have to you would have to be friends with him before all of this because I mean presumably she doesn't believe the stories against him right yeah. she doesn't believe the stories about him um assaulting women uh you'll remember the last story so and I don't want to get too graphic in the morning so I won't uh but I will say you can go read the stories yourself but you'll remember the woman who uh I believe was an intern and um he had relations with during well he didn't have relations he raped her yes. during the Olympics um yes that story we talked about, I think, just over a month ago, and that account was terrifying. If you if you believe the woman who made those allegations against Matt Lauer, um, it would be hard to understand why why somebody would choose would to date get, him. Get near that, uh-huh. right? No. Yeah. How do you not think that this person is a monster? I mean, honestly, I think that um, infidelity aside, you know, there are a lot of you know. But but it's the assault stuff that's just not forgivable, in my opinion. You just don't date someone that's assaulted women. Yeah. It's just not an option. But I again, I, should be I would imagine else. she would just, she is probably of the belief mm-hmm. then that those stories are not true. And he is, of course, denied those allegations against him, those allegations of rape um, and sexual assault. He's, you know, uh, vociferously denied them. So... Presumably, she does not believe the victims in this particular case, but I, I don't know how you pay attention to this story uh, and not, you know. Yeah. Why would somebody make those up? Right. And, you know, it, it makes me go, should people be able to be happy after they have something like this? We Do we want him to be well, unhappy? I think the thing with Matt Lauer and a lot of the men who've been accused that people still have, like, issues with, it's because there's no... Um, there doesn't seem to be any sort of contrition yeah. or, you remorse. know, remorse. Thank you. That was the word I was looking for. Yeah. If you came forward and said, I like somebody like Louis CK, who is still problematic in some ways, but at least he came forward and said, you know, I did this. It wasn't something th- written by his lawyer. This is not something I should have done. I feel bad for this and I hurt people. You know, if, if you say those things and do those things and show that you've got a level of remorse, then presumably it would be easier for people around you to, mm-hmm. you know, to forgive you and to move on. And of course you're allowed to live your life and of course you're allowed to be right. happy and, you know, um, you know, you you shouldn't be tortured for the rest of your life. But again, that presumes that you have some sort of uh, acknowledgement that you actually did those things, whereas yeah. he doesn't seem to be one of those people. Right. And yeah. some, and people, you know, he never will. That's the thing, because then it would be brought up in court. He might be sent to jail. So, of course, he's never gonna, going to admit it. And financially, he needs to keep that money. You know. Yeah, that's my question. Are Have, have there been or will there be any lawsuits? Because in my mind... The Matt Lauer story doesn't get, uh, it hasn't had the publicity that, say, Harvey Weinstein mm-hmm. or Bill Cosby had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, uh, yeah, maybe I, I was going to say maybe that has something to do with the way that he sort of disappeared um, or that there weren't uh, specific criminal charges. He lost his job and against I believe, him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He just sort of went away immediately and mm-hmm. was never charged with anything. And I don't believe that there are any civil lawsuits currently. At least if there are, I haven't heard about them. I haven't. So and that those are the kinds of things that keep it, you know, keep you in headlines. I mean Harvey Weinstein actually that's that was uh, a good reminder. Harvey Weinstein's trial, his criminal trial begins, I believe next week. It just is it's disturbing how long it takes these things to go down I mean, he was just eating two ice 
cream sundaes yeah. the other day. Yeah. Just free. And he'll probably be eating ice cream sundaes for a long time because that trial is going to take a while. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't uh, appear to want uh, to be or appear to be in a place to settle that. So, right. Yeah. No doubt we'll be talking about that case next week because mm-hmm. um, there are some women whose stories uh, will be will be reminded of again and we'll be talking about again. And yeah. Yeah. Can we get that taste out of our mouth, shall yeah, we? Let's, yeah, let's, oh, with this, what, you're going to make me try? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So from one bad taste in your mouth to another, oh. you guys, okay, if you're just joining us on Jason Alexis in the morning, I have two things uh, that I want to make Dawn try because we did this on our show. We do this thing called Cheat Day Friday, and this was kind this of... This was a part of Cheat Day Friday. I know. It's not Don't you feel like good... that was cheating? Yeah. So for Cheat Day Friday, do you want to tell people what you have in front of you? Yeah, it is Thursday, but it is... We're going to be this doing... This is a the, little... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I have what's called a cricket protein bar. So it's a protein um, bar. Mm-hmm. It says peanut butter and jelly flavor. And it does have a picture. I thought maybe, oh, Cricut, like it's just a brand. No, it has a picture of a Cricut on it. So it is a protein bar made with crickets. Yep, it's made with cricket protein powder, which is just pulverized crickets. <laughs> <laughs> and it's okay. mixed with peanuts okay. and all sorts of tasty things. Now, we tried them. I'm not going to tell you what we thought of them. But I thought you could try okay. this because you've never eaten a cricket protein. I haven't. I have eaten. Um, Do you want me to? Sure. Or you got uh, it? Sure, I got it. Okay. I got it. Right. Um, I have. I have never. I have eaten a live insect, though. Ew! Why would you eat a live insect? For I was auditioning for Survivor. Oh. Okay. Yeah, so I you- ate a live. They didn't make me. I brought it with me. And I got through to the next round. Of course I did. Oh, my God. So like, what, what, what kind of bug was cricket. it? It was a cricket. Yeah. And you just went crunch, crunch, crunch. Yep. I'm like, hmm. They're like, all right. That's the most exciting thing we've seen in the last two hours. People lining up to audition for okay, this. Okay, well, if you're auditioning for a reality show, eat a bug. Okay, so I have a cricket protein bar I'm going to try here. And, and it uh, looks like a normal uh, protein bar. If you open it up, take a whiff. I don't think you're mm, going to smell any cricket. It's 290 calories. It's very... 10 grams of protein. How many carbs, though? That's, that's a lot question. of carbs. 28 carbs, yeah. 19 sugars. So they're helping you out there. I always but it's all every... dried fruit. Okay. All the right. So here's fruit, a piece of this. I'm going to just pop this. What does it look on. like? It looks like um, poop. Oh. Okay, here we go. Wow, sell it. It does. Or it actually looks like fudge. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we yeah, go. You know, okay, yeah. here we go. Um, okay, so she's eating a cricket protein bar, peanut butter and jelly flavored. What do you taste? I taste a little bit of peanuts. I taste some jelly. It kind of has that bittery, like protein bar taste, which you mm-hmm. can't quite tell. Maybe is cricket? No, you can't. Or protein? Taste. No, this is completely fine. Okay, now I want to ook you out a little bit. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. 
What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Look at the bar closely in the light and move it around. Oh, cricket parts. Do you see like some shiny, mm-hmm. like flecks? Yeah, it's shiny. I think those are the cricket parts. Okay, well, okay, we're going to put that down. <laughs> Do you eat these regularly, Brad? No, I bought them on a on a goof because they showed up in my Instagram feed. Yeah. And because, you know, everybody's talking about like, we're all going to eat bugs eventually. So right, I was right. like, well, let me get ahead of the curb. Okay. Curve. Now I'm going to have some, um, what is this? This is coffee. Oh, so I brought her something even more vile to wash it down with because these were in my, they've been in my refrigerator for months. This is something else we tried. It's LaCroix. Coffee flavored LaCroix. Coffee LaCroix. So or sparkling so coffee flavored sparkling water. Oh. Let's get some of this. I gotta get some of this crooked out of my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> the coffee water sounds like something my son would drink. Oh my god. Doesn't it taste what do you think? You know I don't know, maybe you like it. It's okay. Oh, I didn't really? The, okay. I, did, I didn't grow up with a lot of things, so anything was a treat. You know, I used to take marshmallows and put them on an ice pick and light them on fire for a little s'more thing that I would make. I'm telling I've you, learned so kids. much about her childhood. <laughs> uh, I, I'm telling you, she, the, the Oregon Trail, she would have been a wonderful <laughs> pioneer woman. Yeah, okay. The fact that you didn't want to <laughs> spit true. that out makes me mm, Okay, just... so the smell is a little revolting, but... It's coffee flavored, and it's it's LaCroix. I love LaCroix, and I thought, well, I mean, you know, why not? It's okay. No, I mean, it's definitely... I would never want to drink that coffee flavored water. Is there... It doesn't have caffeine, does it? Because no. I don't do caffeine. Yeah, okay. that was my question. So you get the flavor, but you don't get the caffeine. You don't get the caffeine. They also have a cola flavored LaCroix, which actually, that isn't bad. If you just want a little hint. It tastes kind of like a, a Diet Coke with that's uh, like... It tastes like the ice... That you eat after you're done drinking your Diet Coke. You know what I like, and uh, this might be unusual and weird, but I really, really like coffee-flavored coffee. That's that's my favorite. All yeah. warm, coffee, all warm, and full of caffeine. Okay, and, real coffee yeah, is what you're saying. Coffee, coffee flavored that's a coffee. New, we should try that. Yeah, yeah. for Tuesday, Friday. <laughs> oh my gosh. Good old coffee, coffee oh. flavor. Well, you know what we've said for years on the Colleen and Bradley show is that I want Starbucks, uh, and Colleen agrees. Um, just an, a lane for people who want coffee. Yeah. So we don't have to wait an hour to get a cup of coffee. Right. Just coffee. Like, That's what I want. I put my own cream in there. I say leave room for cream. Yeah. Like I want to walk up and go coffee. Just like at the movie theater, you want Here's just my a card. line for popcorn. Yep. You don't have to write my name down. You don't have to, I don't have to wait for anybody. You just turn around, fill up that cup. Hand it to me, and I go on my merry way. Yeah. So anyway, you could have you could employ people that aren't necessarily. Um... <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Tell me more about this. <laughs> you people who can employ... handle an uncomplicated order is that what you're that saying? That is what I'm saying. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. When we come back, <laughs> uh, Don would like us to know that Luann Delesseps is drinking again, and Stacy London is dating a woman. Mm-hmm. We'll find out all the details upon our return right here. On my talk 107. I talk dirt alert. Welcome back to Jason Alexis in the morning here with all the latest for our dirt alert. It's our good friend Don. Hey, is it okay if I throw away my cricket protein bar? Well, fine. Okay. I hear I might take a bite. You want it? No. Okay. 
don't know. Cut I, off the end that I put my dirty mouth on. No, I okay. feel like it would taste the same regardless. Okay, um, let's start with Lu- Luann De Lesseps from Real Housewives of New York. I think if you, even if you don't watch that episode or that program, mm-hmm. you're going to know who she is. She's okay. a cabaret performer. She is known as the Countess because she was a real Countess. Um, and um, she also is a terrible singer. Uh, if Jason was here, he would play a clip of her. I don't have it at my fingertips right now, but we all know who Luann is, the Countess Luann. I loved her on the show. I thought she was a really interesting part of the show. But, you know, she when she gets drunk, she gets arrested. Uh, she has oh. charges of battery, trespassing, disorderly intoxication. Um, it just was a roller coaster for a few years for her of, of bad behavior when she's drinking. So by all means, put her on a TV show. That's a great idea. Well, she was on the TV show and then, you know, I mean, there's a lot of drinking on those shows. I know a guy who's a cameraman for the real housewives of orange County or used to be. And so he's told me a lot of details. He refuses to come on the show, which makes me mad. Well, because I imagine they just ply them with drink on purpose. We know that about the bachelor and bachelorette. I mean, those, you know, It's offered to them constantly because they know they're going to get the best material. So could she, in fact, my question is, Luann, could she sue the network for putting her in a position where she's constantly surrounded by alcohol? I mean, yeah, but presumably she as an adult would have the choice to... Mm -hmm. Right. Continue that behavior. So anyway, she uh, voluntarily went into an alcohol treatment center after she was arrested in 2017, uh, telling People magazine at the time that she intended to turn this unfortunate incident into a positive life changing event. Uh, Then in July 2018, she returned to rehab for a second time. It caused her to miss the season 10 reunion. Um, And then that just came became a key part of her plea deal. Uh, not drinking and she agreed in August 2018 to not drink and she had one year probation in place of jail time Um, right so she also had to perform 50 hours of community service Um, and then it all appeared to be going well until this April she failed her alcohol test and she clearly had not dealt with the things that she needed to deal with right and then she admitted to drinking two glasses of mimosas after a cabaret performance she had in chicago um and at that time she said i take my sobriety very seriously Mm -hmm. um but eventually um basically this whole story that came out is that she is now drinking again. She is done with her probation, and she's admitted that she is drinking responsibly. Okay. Well. She's moving on. She's putting that part <laughs> of her life behind her. Responsible but, for whom? Right. I just, I don't know if that's the best idea for her. <laughs> I really don't. I mean, if you cannot leave it alone, you Regardless might Regardless of whether or not it's a good idea for her, it's not a good idea for the rest of us or anyone oh. that's in her wake. Exactly. Right. Right. So, okay. Moving on to a quick story here about Stacey London from What Not to Wear. It's an exciting time for her because she has admitted for the last year that she's been dating a woman. Now, she's never dated a woman before. This is her f- the oh, first is time. New. Oh, it this is, is that woman from that TV show. I just looked her up. What Not to Wear. You just said that, but yeah, I wasn't Stacey connecting London. the dots. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, um, she. I love the way she put this because she wants to be sensitive to people. She um, has been dating a woman, and, and she says that she's been doing it for over a year. She realizes that um, it's really easy for me, a privileged white woman who is 50, to suddenly say I'm dating a woman. With a very, with very few repercussions, and I am well aware of that. Um, countless people who have had no choice in who they are 
Um, she's basically acknowledging that the LGBTQ community hasn't, it's not always so easy for somebody to come out. Yeah. And it's, it, and that's like awesome because very, very often people don't recognize that. But the fact that she's not only recognized it, but like shares that, that's pretty cool. It is really cool. Um, I am always so fascinated by this because how old is she? She's 50. It, I just, it's so fascinating to me that someone would, you know, make that decision that that far down the road. It's not like she didn't know herself or, you mm-hmm. know, what have you her entire life, but to just, you know, start a new chapter that late in life is, is yeah, just fascinating. Yeah, she probably feels, feels free for the first time. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Well, good luck to her and good luck to Luann. When we come back, <laughs> we have to talk about Billboard's top rock songs. No, man. Are there any? I guess there are. We'll talk about it when we come back right here on my well, Don's got some thoughts about Billboard's top rock songs list. Actually, a lot of other people do, too. We'll get to that in just a moment. Good morning and welcome to 8.32 in the a.m. this Thursday, January 2nd, 2020. Wow, that sounds like the future. But the future, kids, is now. Yes. I'm Bradley Trainer in for Jason. He'll be back on Monday. Don McLean, of course. Kenny and Rob are with us today, and um, what's going on over at Billboard's <laughs> top rock songs list? I, I I probably don't know many of these songs. That's okay. Actually, you probably do, because what... I don't realize it. Yeah, because we play them in our bumper music, so oh, we've sure. been working here in the last 10 years. This is top rock songs of the decade, ah. and they're really rock pop. That's what people are so mad about, but... Technically, all Billboard is doing is releasing a list on Twitter, the top rock songs of the decade. It's not a matter of opinion. This has to do with the Billboard charts. Got it. Okay, because that's what they do. Yeah, this you is... know, and it is you know the controversy of how songs are played on the radio and how they get all the airplay. That's a whole different conversation. But this is just the top ten rock songs of the decade. People flipped out because. It's mostly 21 Pilots and Imagine Dragons. <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's true. So we have um, in 10th place, 21 Pilots Stressed Out. 9th place, 21 Pilots Ride. 8th place, Portugal the Man, Feel It Still. Everybody knows these songs. You just hearing them with the title might not ring a bell right now. Walk the Moon, Shut Up and Dance, which every white person goes crazy for at a wedding. That's 7th place. Which song is that? Shut up and dance. Shut up and dance with me. Oh. That song, yeah. That's terrible. Anyway, um, once again, we got another 21 Pilots song. Heathens is in 6th place. 5th place, The Lumineers, Ho Hey. Panic at the Disco is in 4th place with High Hopes. Then the top three songs are Imagine Dragon songs. People are flipping out saying... Um, they're like struts, Arctic monkeys, killers, high suspect, black keys, Foo Fighters. Uh, they're just like, what about all these? It's like, sorry guys, that's just that's the way it is. And people are saying just because it has percussion, per, per, percussion, percussion doesn't mean it's a rock song. So they're arguing, you know, stop calling pop bands with guitars rock songs. That's what people are replying. Well, so then what would... Okay, so I am not a musical mm-hmm. genreologist. Yes. So I have a hard time identifying what's what. I mean, I just kind of lump everything. If I've heard it, it's probably pop music, unless it's like polka, and then we could talk. But um, I will sum it up for you. There okay. are real categories within music as radio stations. Yep. There are There is classic rock. There is something called active rock. Now, what is active rock? Because classic rock, rock, I would imagine, is uh, things like... What? 
I mean, it's classic, it's like, like Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin and okay. Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. Active Rock is songs. Well, I'm just going to throw out Mudvayne. <laughs> That's just like. I, I, okay. So it's if you go to like uh, OzFest, you're going to see Active Rock bands. Okay. You know, uh, so it's not going to be something poppy that is a crossover song that would be played on a top 40 station. Got it. Okay. Alternative Rock is. You know what yeah. alternative rock yeah. is, yeah. So some of these cross the line, like Panic at the Disco is alternative rock. Okay. But these are just rock in general, so they're summing up, you know, it's just... It's a broad brush. It is a broad br- brush, but it's really just, it. it you know, th- that, this is their business, this is what they do. If you disagree with it, I'm sorry, you'd have to change how they... Yeah, like you might not like it, but them's the That's the, the truth. Yeah. So anyway, what's hilarious about this is that... Um, the top three songs are Imagine Dragon songs, and um, people were very upset or happy about it. How are these rock? They're screaming, none of these are rock. Now, that brings us to Dan Reynolds, who is the lead singer of Imagine Dragons, and his songs are the top three songs of the decade. So, presumably, he's pretty excited. Yeah, he says, uh, got on Twitter to find all the slander and all the love. Thank you for the love, and yeah... I'd probably be mad if it wasn't my band, but it is my band. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> That's a nice take. Yeah. Love that. Yeah, Happy just, New Year. Again, I imagine people are rather protective of their favorite bands. Yeah. yeah. And so if they don't see their favorite bands, then they think, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, this isn't rock. It's like, there are so many different categories also, of rock within that. if you're like that. a big rock fan, mm-hmm. do you really care what Billboard's rock? You know what I mean? Like, is Billboard really... You know, like, do you, I don't know. I would just imagine an establishment. I mean, uh, nowadays where people find their music on YouTube, you know, yeah. it's just. You like what you, you like and you don't care if other people like and it. And you don't live and die by what's played on the radio. People yeah. are finding music in other ways. I mean, satellite radio, when I listen to that, as someone who used to be in music radio, I can tell you satellite radio was toted as, oh, here, this is going to be so much more diverse than what you're getting on terrestrial terrestrial radio yeah. it's not it's the same songs that they're playing on ks95 it's yeah. like unless you go to like one of their deep I, tracks like the 20s a, yeah, on two i'm just saying it's yeah, like <laughs> it, there are stations out there that are like a, a jack station which means they have but a the larger library you're saying is oh yeah their the alternative same. station alt nation that is totally you know it's just it's the same thing you're just not getting commercials that's why people want to pay for the service and you're getting howard stern on yeah. xm so that's what people are paying for yeah i was gonna say i think it has a lot to do with howard stern exactly that's but right. i just think it's so funny when people get so upset and passionate about lists yeah and this isn't oh, well, a course. list that's like this is our opinion and it's a buzzfeed list no this is billboard charts so pretty funny if you want to see that list i will retweet this right now put billboard. that in your pipe and smoke it that's right we have covered the gamut here on the show today i would just like to let you know that it's only two days into the year 2020 oh, are you having a proud moment right now no i'm just <laughs> i'm just recapping for the audience that we have uh covered uh such topics as uh cricket protein bars hmm. um serial sexual assault mm-hmm. death Macaroni and cheese. Macaroni and cheese. The right way and the wrong way to make it. Uh, the what trash, you like on your pizza. The trash that is a Hawaiian pizza. Oh. And Dawn can't take big sausages on her pizza. <laughs> These are the things that we've learned. In oh. the three hours of our second day, we are only two days, two days into 2020. By the way, I will tell you that I did 
because the only thing I didn't like about the Hawaiian pizza and ham on a pizza is that I burnt the roof in my mouth because I bit into the pizza. I was a little overzealous and I burnt my mouth because that big old piece of ham it just came off in my mouth. A big flap of ham and I'm it like, stuck oh, to the roof of your oh, mouth. <laughs> but it, that wasn't it specifically out. the ham and the pep or the <laughs> pineapple's fault, right? It was. I- Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I mean, like you would have done that on a pepperoni pizza if it was too hot. But you can look at the pepperoni because it's on top of the cheese. The ham is hidden underneath <laughs> oh, the cheese. Oh, God, so you're saying the ham was a sleeper heating agent. <laughs> yeah, it is. That it's was under just there waiting. Just baking, it was, yeah. And it just comes out in one sheet, and you can't get it off the roof of your mouth. And then you go... <laughs> the biggest problem with that experience is just the fact that there's ham on pizza. It's just one oh, thing that should not be on a pizza. Is and is ham. ham is ham Canadian bacon? Well, no. In fact, it's not, and that's even worse to put Canadian bacon on your pizza. Well, that's what I expected. Yeah, maybe that's what was on there. I don't know. Let's just. I don't know. To me, Canadian bacon is even viler, more vile. Why? What's the difference? Because it just tastes more what hammy. And again, bacon. when you have something like Canadian bacon or ham on a pizza. All you get is the flavor of ham. So then everything in your mouth tastes like ham. I will say, if I were to choose, I would want more pineapple. Because I really didn't taste the pineapple on this. I will tell you, here's a secret. You know, I just railed against pineapple and ham on a pizza. But I once had a pizza at the Red Rabbit here in Minneapolis that had bacon, Mm. fresh pineapple, and uh, jalapeno peppers. I think they call it like a PB... And Jay, it's pineapple, bacon, jalapeno. Jalapenos. Jalapeno. <laughs> yeah. Jalapeno That's pizza. That's great. I want to try it that. It was really good, but it's fresh pineapple, so it's kind of crunchy almost. Oh, yeah. It's not that canned, Can syrupy, pineapple. nasty. Mm-hmm. So back bacon is a cut of bacon that includes the pork loin from the back of the pig. And this is Canadian bacon. Oh, okay. So Canadian bacon is just a, 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 a hammed pork loin. From the back. The <laughs> okay, back when we come pig. back here on the morning show, I don't want to think too hard to this year. That's Don my resolution. <laughs> What'd you say? I don't want to think too hard this year. That's okay. my resolution. I don't want to think too hard either. Let's mm-hmm. do that when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. <laughs> Welcome back to Jason and Alexis in the morning here on My Talk 1071. Streaming live and doing everything entertainment at MyTalk1071.com and on our app as well. Download it. All sorts of fun things. I'm Bradley Trainer. Jason will be back on Monday, and uh, we're still wrapping up the rest of the holidays. I feel like people are still got a few loose ends, getting ready to uh, begin oh, 2020. Right. I wonder if most people are taking off today. I was thinking about that, or if they're back to work, you know, because you have these two extra days here. Well, and I, I, I know last week, my first day back was Friday. Mm, yeah. So it was like one day back and then a weekend, and I feel like a lot of people might be doing that as well today. At least you missed the bad weather at the beginning of the week, and now things have se- seemed to be warming up. So if you're going uh, toing and froing from work today, mm-hmm. um, things should be better for you. So 
Yeah, because I think we'll finally feel back on track and like we're doing something new and different starting next week, don't you think? I think so, yeah. It's like it seemed so long whenever I saw that Jason's vacation was until January 6th. I was like, whoa, that's a long time. But really, it's flown by. Yeah, it absolutely has flown by, although I will be excited to be back on uh, my show with Colleen. Yes. Colleen and Bradley, noon to three, my talk 1071. Um we haven't worked together, uh, I think, for, well, it'll be two weeks. Yeah. So I'm going to see her, I think, either today or tomorrow for the first time, and I'll get to hear about her vacation. You know, she went to Disney, too. It wasn't Disney World. It was Disneyland. Yes. Now, is there a reason why she chose to go to Disneyland? Does I, she have other California business? I don't remember the exact reason why they chose Disneyland this particular time, um, but I know that it was a, I think it was a first um, but if you want to hear oh, the right. details, I'm sure she'll be talking about it. I know she's back on the air today with Holly from noon to three. So you'll no doubt get, um, you know, you'll get the update. Yes. Now, I would like to point out that I really, as as a mom, I appreciate her steadfastness with discipline with her kids. Because she did tweet out. Oh, <laughs> Jason yes. Jason and I read when we were at Disney World. Colleen tweeted out something about what am I doing right now on my Disneyland vacation? I'm in the hotel room with my two kids and they we are not speaking for an hour so they can get their act together. She's yeah, like, it was hard the, truths. The two boys, I think, uh, were on detention. Yeah, they had to have a no talking ban. Oh, gosh. Because they, you know what? It happens. They're bickering, they're arguing, and then it's just... You have to continue to discipline them even when they're on vacation. It's so hard to do, but you know what? Kids will appreciate it later. They want you to discipline them. Yeah, it's even just though they in the moment. I'm sure she's like, I want to ride those dumb rides, and now i got to sit here with these kids. Yeah, it's almost like you're being punished as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. This is why I could only handle having one child. Yeah. You know, I didn't really go through any of this. And was she like a perfect child? Like, was she a, a um, reasonable child? I shouldn't say perfect. No child is perfect. But, you know, did she... Oh, my God. Because I find a lot of times oh, I'm an only child. Jamie yeah. is an only child. We were kind of, we were different. You were, yeah. She was, um, she got straight A's. Mm-hmm. So it was hard for me to find fault with whenever she misbehaved at all. I'm like, oh, she gets good grades. Like, I had to do a lot of reasoning with myself going, it could be worse. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> there was a rough patch. I think it, there always is when they turn teenagers. Oh, and they're yeah. trying to flex their muscles mm-hmm. when it comes to independence and you know, they want to be who they want to be. And we, you know, did some counseling, which I highly recommend. But the one thing that I think is different when you have an only child is that you don't have another child there. You, like, Messing I had no them. one to fight with. That's right? true. Like, I had no one to egg on or frustrate. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and I, and I know, I think Jamie had this experience too. Like, I think we did most of our rebelling after, after we left. Oh, really? You okay. Know? Yeah. See, I had some real tough times when I was 17. You know, I had to become an adult in one day. So yeah. all the rebelling was over with. <laughs> yeah. And I had, now you're yeah, rebelling. Now, yeah. And then I kind of went through some times. But as far as my daughter goes and just being an only child, it does help. She did have cousins that were within walking distance of our house. My sisters and I all lived in the same subdivision. And so she was with her cousins all the time. And, you know, that can be challenging i think it's different with boys and girls too boys tend to bicker and fight more i didn't fight with my sisters really i don't remember a time where we were fighting i mean i wanted them to include me because i was six years younger but that's about it i had two cousins uh sisters and they fought relentlessly 
Like mm-hmm. they were like knocked down, drag out. Oh, I was always like, yeah. what are you guys doing? Yeah. Like it seemed so foreign to me. Like, why would you even what? Because again, you know, when you don't have anybody else to do that with. Yeah, you it's true. Just, yeah. But then you're also forced to do that weird thing where you have to like be a little adult because you're always around other adults. You're never really around kids as much. I mean, oh, I wasn't yeah. anyway. So I was always around um you know, yeah, like, Jason was the same way, I think, because he was an only child, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. A lot gosh. of only children. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's fascinating. Yeah. So, what are you doing for the rest of the day, Dawn? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to visit Iris, my elder friend. Yes. Yes. Going to see her today. Um, and then it's just smooth sailing. You know, we're going to plan the show tomorrow. I don't have a lot of plans. That's what's great about this time of year is that you don't really feel that guilty about things because no one's here at work. Mm-hmm. You take care of your business and then you kind of leave. It's a wonderful time to catch up on everything. I know yesterday, this is not work-related, but, um, you know, just that day off yesterday was, in the middle of the week, was delightful. I was organizing things all over the place because it's just an extra day and I had nothing else to do. Nothing was really open. So I was, like, organizing my trunk, organizing my kitchen, organizing, you know, and then just, like, getting ready for the week, even though the week's almost done. So Mm -hmm. I just feel like I'm ahead of the game. And then with the show, it's just been nice. I've been reading up on different stories that we talk about on our show. And so we'll have a lot to talk about when we all, you know, when we're all back together finally. And, you know, like when you guys are all back together uh, on Monday, Jason's going to have a ton of stories for you. Yes. So, and we're supposed to be just talking about awards, right? (laughs) Well, we will on Monday. Yeah. Certainly you guys will be talking about more than awards, I think, but yeah. 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 Um, So organizing, would you like to maybe tomorrow you can organize my purse? No. I want oh no part gosh. of that. Oh my gosh, it's so full. That's one I don't thing know I what feel bad do. for women. I like I just <sighs> don't have I mean, maybe guys carry around similar bags of crap, but do You see all the stuff I bring with me you, every day? Okay, by the way, so on the, uh, the what was that? <laughs> Tuesday <laughs> yeah. when we were walking in together, you had like four bags. I'm like, "What are you possibly <laughs> I'm walking with my keys, my wallet and my phone." Yeah. And maybe my lunch bag. I know. And you literally had four bags. No, you had three bags. I had three bags. You yeah. have your bag, purse, bag, your purse, my work bag, and which then, is full of what? Uh, my work bag has like producing stuff in it. It has all of our grids from the last three months that I have to put together today because our public file is due. I have oh to my do, God. Yeah, that happens today. Oh, that's what I'm doing today. Ugh. And then I have my makeup in there. I have my endorsement stuff. I have my calendar. Um, I have my laptop bag, and then I have my purse, which is way overfilled, and I need someone to organize it for me. Okay, well, I bet you could f- talk to Julia, because I feel like she would know someone who she could pay to, like, clean her purse. Oh, I don't so want... You could hire that no. person. I mean, I'm too cheap to do that, that's for sure. I just thought you might enjoy rifling no, through my purse. zero chance. Really? Yeah. Well, Donna, would you like to ri- rifle through my purse and clean it She's just trying to get or? people to clean her purse for I like her. To clean. Okay. You, you might... Uh, I might be able to eliminate things that I shouldn't have. Don and Steve are here. Let me take uh, Don and Steve are here, of course, because they're coming uh, up on the radio. Next. Next. And (laughs) thanks. On the radio. You know, hanging out. Hey, Steve, just (laughs) curious. Yeah. How much stuff are you carrying in with you when you leave your car and you're coming into the studio? Virtually nothing. Donna? Donna? Um, Just my purse. So but you it's do have enormous. Look at how big it is. She's got so much crap in there. And she's, she's holding got, a makeup she has bag. Activia, she has Activia. Oh, my God. Yeah. She's brought in her television remote before. She's a nut. Oh. Find out.
about what is in Donna's bag yeah. when we come back. It's Donna and Steve up next. Thanks for being with us. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.